TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Well, happy weekend and welcome into Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Mark Cox here along with my uh, friend Bo Matthews and my friend Carl Middleman. Welcome back. Thank you, gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm good. You st- So you still do want to work here. I am rested <laughs> and relaxed and uh, Didn't ready win to the roll. Mega Millions. I did not win Mega Millions. Or maybe uh, I wouldn't I, be. I'll tell you. You you are not glued to your phone like probably I am and most of Americans, but uh, I do appreciate the photos that you did send out when you, I guess when you got signaled. Did you have signal issues while you were out in uh, the great state of Montana? Yeah, so uh, my, even on the highways in Montana, uh, cell phone coverage is, is intermittent, I think might be the best way Less to, to put optimal. it. Less than optimal. It is. It really is. Unless you can get to a location that has Wi-Fi. You you have a hard time. Maybe if you're in Butte or or uh, Bozeman or somewhere like that in a big Helena. town, you have uh, more more significant Wi-Fi or or um, cellular. But I was at Glacier National Park. I went and camped with you know if you're inside of the park, you're boondocking, which means you have no water, no electricity, no sewage. What you carry in is what you have. That's it, right? And it was it was an experience. We what we did determine is that after nine days of that, roughly, we might do it differently going forward. You mean Wi-Fi? <laughs> well, Glamping no, a no, no, no. We really enjoyed. It. We we camped in in the Apgar campground on the west side of Glacier for four or five days, and then we traveled to the east side of Glacier and we camped in a campground called Two Medicine. Uh, which is uh, not not too far from East Glacier on that side, but it doesn't go to the Going to the Sun Road. There's only one road that crosses the park. Two Medicine is a campground that sort of self-contained up in the mountains, and it's just gorgeous. And we had a, we had a few water problems, and we had a few battery problems, and by the end of it, we decided that the next time we go, Bo Matthews, we're probably going to plan to boondock in a couple of those beautiful natural uh, those natural environments for maybe two days and then go to the koa where we can plug in and have running water (laughs) and electricity and send more pictures back home i I, I do want to i do want to tell you that when i shared with my wife about how you did this trip and i want to put this out there because uh when you listen to second amendment radio and the great outdoors you get a little bit of both and in this uh conversation we're talking about mark's vacation 
But my wife is such a huge fan. Never met your wife, but a huge fan of your <laughs> wife. She's like, she is a boss. Let's ex- let's just explain how you guys travel because your demands are so much on on your radio show. Tell tell the folks. Yeah, it's you know it's not always easy to get three weeks off in a row. If you if you're the host of a show <laughs> that's got your name attached to it, the bosses don't like it much if you're gone for a month. So um, true. So so what. What we've done, and and it wasn't at my urging, my wife decided she wanted her vacation to be a little bit longer, and uh, the nature of what she does as a book coach is that she can work from just about anywhere, as long as she can get a Wi-Fi signal. So, so Glacier is the exception, but she has gotten in that camper, in that truck, towing our camper. She's hauled it to New York. She's hauled it to South Florida, and she's now hauled it to Glacier National Park all by herself unbelievable that's that's just that's just admirable and i'm not i'm not you know of course you know there's some people that are going to go why women can do anything i I understand but there's safety in numbers especially when you're towing a camper you got all the stuff uh and and so i just want to tell you that my wife would love to meet your wife but uh, is just impressive so let's get back to the trip itself uh tell us about these issues that you had because you had an issue Right before you left as well, but right before she left. I had a frame issue on my camper. One of the spring supports broke on one of the axles the day we were supposed to leave. And I don't know if we talked about this or not, the day she was supposed to leave. And uh, (laughs) I discovered for the uh, first time in my life up to that point that there are such things as mobile welders. I think we talked about that. The guy came to my house and he fixed the problem. Right there in my driveway. It was fantastic. Uh, Brian Adams is his name, the singer, and we talked about this on the show. Uh, Adams Mobile Welding. He's, he's out. He's uh, um, out of Winfield. If you need a mobile welder, I highly recommend him. So he awesome. fixed that, and we had no more problems with that. That was not the problem. We developed a leak in our freshwater tank, which um, if you're boondocking, Uh-oh. you you need that for you know simple things like washing dishes and uh, you know filling up ice trays and because the propane runs the refrigerator uh, and taking a shower maybe once while you're there Um, and we had to we had to adapt improvise and overcome uh, to make that work and then we had some battery issues Uh, we couldn't keep the battery charged on the camper Uh, maybe an inverter issue i'm still trying to figure that out so we but we overcame all of that and it is absolutely hands down the most gorgeous place I've ever visited in the United States of America, Glacier National Good. Park, honestly. Good for you. So so let's go back to the water tank issues because a yes. lot of RVers listen to this program. Uh, was it a small leak? Did you still have any water in it when you found the leak? Explain that. Well, so we were – We I, I probably made a camping 101 mistake, but we were leaving – one remote campground to go to another remote campground and we weren't sure if there was potable water available at the second campground uh, so we we traveled with probably our tank half full on the way over there they don't recommend that you travel with your water tank full because it it adds a substantial amount of weight if, of per gallon right hmm. um, I don't know if that played a role in it or not but when we got there there was water leaking out of the bottom of the camper uh, out of the bottom of the of the uh, tank and it, the bottom of my camper is covered because it's it's a part you know it's an extended season camper the point of that is that warm air when the furnace is on blows down into that area and it's supposed to 
prevent the possibility of freezing. It's not designed to be used in sub-freezing temperatures, but if sure. it gets down in the 30s, you, you want to keep that area warm. So it's covered. I can't really look up in there and see where the leak is. So I'm going to have to remove some of that covering and crawl up uh, in under the camper and, and get a good look. But I do want to uh, tell you an interesting story that I had that could benefit other people who who like to do some remote camping and hiking, Bo. We went to uh, a hike that was probably three miles in to a, to something called Upper Two Medicine Lake, one of the most beautiful settings I've ever seen. I've got some pictures up on my Facebook page for the Mark Cox Show on, on 97.1. And it, the, it's just a gorgeous setting. We're up there. We hiked up there with my, my son and uh, his friend and two of my nephews. We, we're there. We, we waited out in the water, you know, uh, the dogs were barking, so we we waded out in the cold glacier water, and we were enjoying ourselves. And then we we got back, and we got our shoes on, and we hear this lady screaming for help. And we go over, oh, and boy. and this elderly man who had hiked up there with her was having a health emergency. He his eyes oh, had rolled no. back in his head. He he had thrown up all over the place, and they needed help, right? I mean, um, there there fortunately was somebody up there with some medical training who was who was helping him out. But my my. One of the kids with us had a Garmin, and he was able to have one of these remote, uh, you know, satellite radio Garmins that he was able to call for help on, but we didn't get a response right away. And what I discovered is on these new iPhones, if you push the power button and the audio button at the same time, the screen comes yep. up that you can turn it off with. There's also an SOS emergency uh, a button on there, and I was able to use that on my iPhone to communicate with somebody somewhere it showed me which way to point the phone to get to the satellite and Whoa. using my iphone i was able to establish a text chain with emergency officials to let them know what was going on with this guy and they dispatched first a couple of rangers up there to determine whether or not he was going to be able to physically be brought back down the mountain or if they were going to have to send in a helicopter but just so you know it works i i i'm living proof of it i was able to use my iphone i think it's a third what's the new one the 14 14 it's an iphone 14 and i was able to use that thing to communicate even though there was no cell service via satellite to communicate with emergency officials uh, and get this guy some help hey bo guess who could have used that last week while in canada <laughs> oh yeah you did get a little off course didn't you we yeah. did, and, but you know what we had a garmin but we didn't have it in our boat ah uh, so we that's were, a problem it is but everybody carries their cell phone and if you mm -hmm. have the apple iphone that service is now available my understanding is that may go to i think you get it free for a year and then there may be some kind of sort of a fee they're charging for it i i don't know um, well, if but if it's emergency, if it's because I've seen it on mine, uh, SOS. Right, right. Uh, you're, are you saying that my iPhone can communicate with satellites for an emergency? It, if it says SOS on it, it can. Why and can't do you it know do what it SOS normally? Means? Do you know what SOS means? Save our skins. <laughs> Close. Save our ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just learned that actually. So I'm, you know, uh, but no, that's you know what, that's really cool. Um, it, it was. We cool. went up to. We went up to uh, Rutledge, Missouri, 
uh, in the summer. They do. It, it started off in like 1920 something. Uh, it was a dog and gun trading, uh, like flea market. Now it's a flea market, but my wife and I went up there a few years ago and we following the map on our phone and we get to Rutledge, Missouri for the thing. And it's like, okay, we walked around a little bit when I went to get out of there and hit my maps there was no cell signal mm. and not that i was in an emergency but so what did they do with this guy did he did he get out of there so eventually they determined that uh, i'd have he might have had a heat stroke uh, i just thought maybe he'd had a real stroke they have these baskets now the emergency personnel out there that are rather narrow and they they have wheels on them that are much more narrow than than you'd have on a regular stretcher and they're for mountain rescues because they can be used on trails. So okay. we passed them as we were on as we were headed back to the the trailhead on a boat going down this lake to get a little closer to where they could go up the mountain. And they were carrying one of those stretchers with them, and they went up and brought him back down on one of those stretchers. Wow! Yeah. And how long? How long time uh, yeah, between your call uh, and them? Probably forty five to minutes to an hour before the rangers were headed up the hill and wow. then had had we said the guy is having a heart attack we need immediate help i think they probably would have dispatched a helicopter but it was pretty yeah. clear that he had regained consciousness and it wasn't a life or death situation it didn't seem to be so i think that's the reason they they weren't in as big a hurry as they might have been otherwise but he was probably up there for a couple of hours i would guess so both mark and i saved lives within a week of each other yes you did yeah. yeah, I don't Hold know on. the guy You're whose next. life I changed, but you do, Hold uh, on. Carl. I, got, I, I saved a life, too. Yes. What? Are you ready? Yes. Go ahead. Big storms last Saturday. <gasps> Power outage at a buddy's house. We go over and we wire up his, uh, his uh, generator. He had a piece of cardboard on top of the generator, and the generator's up against the brick wall of the garage. When he starts it up, he puts that cardboard between the generator and the wall, and I said, hey, buddy, I was down in Florida when there were hurricanes, Whole families died because the fumes of the generator, they want to keep it out of the weather, so they keep it under the soffit. The fumes go up and in uh, to the house and can kill you, right? Sure. And so he's like, ah, no, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, I'm just telling you. And he's an older guy, so I was like, I'm just, you know, I know you're wise, but I'm just telling you this is what I learned. <laughs> we were going to get in the truck and leave because he was he powered up with the generator and everything. And he goes, hey, do you guys want a, a root beer, an A&W root beer? I was like, nah, that's okay. We're going to get out of here. And he's like, no, 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 it's A&W root beer. And that's, of course, my soft spot. I, I, of course, said, yeah, we'll do it. So we're halfway through that soda and talking to him. And all of a sudden, he goes, he goes, oh, my gosh, something's on fire. <laughs> and so we run over, and the cardboard was right up against the muffler, oh, which no. was right up caught against the fire. fuel line. Yeah. You told it him. caught on fire. The fuel line's right there, and the soffit's right there. And I said, give me a, a fire extinguisher. And he had just moved into this house. He goes, it's packed. So I grabbed his boots, his big rubber boots, doused the, the cardboard out. So I saved a life, dude. Nice. You're welcome. If you listen to this show, you know lifesavers. <laughs> we are first responders and didn't even know it here on Second Amendment Radio hey. and the Grand Outdoors. Anyway, thank you for bringing up the trip. Had a great time. Saw three big bull moose out in a lake uh, some distance Oof. from us. We saw a grizzly bear and, and a cub from a distance, a black bear, lots of mountain goats. I mean, it was the place is just... It, it's fantastic. I highly recommend yep. a trip to Glacier. Put that on your uh, list.
It's, uh, uh, it's like standing next to the ocean. Makes you oh, feel small, doesn't it, it? It does. Very much so. Love it. Very much so. Go check Welcome out back, some of buddy. my photos on uh, Facebook uh, if, you, if you'd if you like there. Uh, by the way, uh, coming up, we're going to talk to uh, our friend Mark Walters of Armed American Radio. Uh, because uh, here, for example, I don't know if you go to Bass Pro or not. There's a story out of Bass Pro where a guy went in to buy a gun and got a- approved on the background check, but the store denied the sale. And I'm going to, Mark will tell you why you need to be worried about that coming up here in just a few minutes on Second uh, on the Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews, and in this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory, my favorite gun concierge. They're more than a gun store because the knowledge base that you're going to get from Razorback Armory is second to none. Law enforcement, military shop there. You should shop there. They've got a great selection of suppressors. Head to RazorbackArmory.com. Learn more about the store, uh, concierge, and uh, get their address and head on over. It's uh, on Manchester Road, just east of 270 by about a half a mile. You're going to love the place. All right. In this segment, uh, if you didn't know, and one of my dear friends didn't know that uh, on the Mark Cox Morning Show, they do to a Tuesday and that happens every week. And uh, so I sent this article about the Biden administration cracking down on schools, having youth shooting sports. Uh, I, I actually just this week said, hey, there's 2A Tuesday on the Mark Cox Show. So this week, Mark and Kim spoke to Mark Walters of Armed American Radio. Uh, and that was for 2A Tuesday to discuss the Biden administration's crackdown on youth shooting sports, not just firearms. Uh, uh, archery as well. Uh, and they also talked about the Bass Pro not allowing a man to purchase a gun, even though he qualified for the purchase. There's a lot to listen to. Turn it up. Here is Mark and Kim. If you ban them in the future, the bullets will have been shot and there won't be any more available. So you don't shoot deer with a bullet that size 
If you do, you could cook it at the same time. Put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. That is without a doubt the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is 2A Tuesday. Mark Walters back with us this morning, of course, host of Armed American Radio and Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters. How are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today, Mark? I'm doing just great. Uh, I would be doing better if I hadn't found out this week that the Biden administration is starting to crack down and, and punish schools that are involved in youth shooting sports. I mean, my kid was a a trap shooter. He was on a team. Now, it was connected to the Missouri Department of Conservation, but often they were doing trap shooting events against high school teams from rural areas here in the state of Missouri. So I know there are lots of schools that have shooting teams in hunter education, and now they're going through the back door to to punish those schools. Yeah, and you know, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of ironic. It's, it's kind of fun, actually. But I'm actually talking to you from, I'll be at the Sig Sauer Academy here in New Hampshire in about 45 minutes where I will be broadcasting my show from one of the nation's premier training grounds, which is the Sig Sauer Academy. So I'm really excited to do that. And it's kind of ironic we're talking about the administration. And I hate that word. Don't you hate that word? Crack down. Biden's going to crack down on me. I I could break him in half. He can't crack down on anything. (laughs) What kind of yeah. threat is that of cracking down? Well, what they're doing, guys, is what, Mark, what you're referring to, of course, is they're withholding federal funds. And this is part of their Bipartisan Safer Communities Act that most people didn't read into, right? That they're going to withhold federal funds, which represent up to 9% of some of these schools' federal funding. Wow. If they have an archery team or if they are teaching hunter education safety. Now, how does that, what's the purpose This is a multi-generational attack on our freedoms. Yes. Get kids out of guns today so that if they grow up without hunting, or we can at least do our part to maintain that they grow up without hunting, they won't become gun owners down the road. These are insidious, devious, evil people, what they're doing here. Well, and it looks like they're going to get away with it. I mean, unless administrations change in 2024... Uh, with a new Department of Education, they've made it very clear this is how they interpret the law. So what happens now? Does the Second Amendment Foundation or somebody go and challenge this in court, do you think? You know, I think that's likely at some point, but I don't have an answer to that right now. I'll yeah. be talking with Mr. Gottlieb about that next week. But that that is a great question. Uh, you know, certainly I would think there might be some challenges, but here's the deal. I'd love to see some rural schools say, we don't want your 9% funding. Okay, we're going to crack down on you. How about that? Yeah. All right. But that let's face facts. You know, it's money. And the administration knows that they withhold these funds. Who knows? I, this, this is just, this is every time I said on the show last week, every time you think these people can't go lower, they find a way to lower themselves mm-hmm. even further. And this is not the end of it. We will see, we will see them sink to even further depths. It's oh, a great point. You know, I was, I was, uh, I will tell people again. I've said it before. ArmedAmericanNews.org, great clearinghouse for Second Amendment issues around the country. Um, I found myself at a at a, a Bass Pro Shop here recently. A new one opened uh, d- down the street, not too far away. And you know, I'm I'm in the gun section. I gravitate to there to see what they've got. There's usually a crowd in there. You got to get a ticket or whatever to to get up to the counter to look at something. You've got a great article on here though about their background check policy and the problem somebody had down in Florida. What happened? Well, what you had was you had a guy down in Florida 
whose brother-in-law shared an address with him at several years earlier. Okay. And the brother-in-law was denied a purchase for some reason. It was a mistake. And he was denied a purchase. But because he was denied a purchase, his brother couldn't get a gun at Bass Pro Shop. Now, here's the reason this is important. Because the ATF is cracking down on FFL dealers, as you, as you and I have talked about many times. Revocations for federal firearms licensees are up, up to over 600% now under this administration because they hate us so much. We're talking about law-abiding gun dealers. That Bass Pro Shop is likely, their policy now is saying, look, we're not going to play with this. If there's anything whatsoever in, in a background at all, even if it's not going to harm, even if it doesn't have to be there, we're, gonna, we're just not going to make the sale. It was lawful. He was approved. The, the, the purchaser was approved. Bass Pro told him, you're approved. However, we're not going to go through with the sale because of a previous address and someone that lived at a previous address. It, it's crazy. But I can't really hold it against Bass Pro Shop who, you know, I don't know what percentage of sales comes from their FFL, but it's got to be huge. Right. Do they want to risk that now under this weaponized ATF? This, this is what we're up against. This is why we fight this every day. It's why you have 2A Tuesday. It's why I have my show. It's why the Second Amendment Foundation exists, for example. Mark, it's Kim. You have to wonder, though, if Bass Pro would reverse its policy on this. Like you said, if this is a big money driver for them, their gun sales, how much of a dip will they take in revenue before they say, actually, we're going to go back on that? I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that question. I, I I wish I had an answer for you on that, Kim. I really do. But I, I, I really can't blame them in an age of weaponized ATF for probably, you know, management probably got together, had a meeting and said, look, the ATF's coming after gun dealers. We're just not going to play games. If there's any question whatsoever, yeah. don't sell. And I know that I know the FFL dealers have the ability to do that. But in this case, the guy passed the background check. It came back approved. Yeah. And and they said, well, in our system, somebody else at that address was denied, so we're not going to give it to you. So I, Correct. important for people to understand how that whole thing works for sure. Well, and then go farther, too. What if it was an apartment? What if you lived in an apartment? Did somebody that had a, you know, was there a felon living there before at this address? Who knows? But this is what we're dealing with in the age of weaponized, of weaponized federal government, particularly. Yeah. It's a rogue agency that needs defunded. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, Mark, tell us again what, what you're doing at SIG today. Well, I'm heading up there today for a meeting with Sig Sauer here, and I'm going to work with them tomorrow uh, broadcasting my Armed American Radio Daily Defense show from 3 to 5 p.m. Central Time, uh, 2 to or 1 to 3 Pacific Time from the Sig Sauer Academy tomorrow here in New Hampshire, this beautiful facility. I've got my family with me. We're going in, taking the tours, and hopefully shoot some really cool guns while we're here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That, that's a, uh, I'd be happy to go with you sometime if you ever uh, had oh, an extra yeah. slot. Let me know. Yeah, you can shoot guns <laughs> up here with one pull of the trigger that empty them. It's really fun. Nice, nice. Mark Walters, <laughs> always great having you on. Have fun up there today, my friend. You can count on it. Thanks, guys. All Keep right. We'll do it. Thank you. Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio. Uh, you can go to at AAR Mark if you are on uh, Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it these days. Uh, but armedamericanradio.org is his website, armedamericannews.org. Uh, is uh, his news website where he keeps uh, track of all these stories around the country. Uh, Good stuff. Don't forget to tune in to 2A Tuesday. It's just uh, piling on more information about the Second Amendment and the great outdoors. Now, we're going to continue the show in just a moment, coming back with Aiden Johnston, uh, St. Louis native and director of federal affairs for Gun Owners of America. We'll talk to him next on Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors.
Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, Mark Cox here, along with your friend Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. Uh, getting you through the day, and it's, uh, boy, lots going on, of course. And uh, I listened to Matthew McConaughey this week. Did you hear that, Bo? Uh, hold on. What are we talking about? I well, did see a real Matthew, one. Matthew McConaughey has decided if we just change the wording on gun control, we don't call it gun control, but we call it gun responsibility, then all mm-hmm. of his friends on the right, I didn't know he had any friends on the right, uh, because he does live in Texas, of course, would agree to get rid of their scary black rifles. Did you not, not know that? I did not hear that. If they if oh they thought goodness. of it as responsibility, which Republicans claim to like, then they would agree that we should ban these weapons that he dislikes. All right, okay, all right, well, all right. Bu- you think? I, I, yeah, I'm not going to buy a Lincoln, <laughs> and I'm I'm not going to do. You know, I, I tried changing the narrative. If you remember, just a few months ago, I started saying it's not my assault rifle; it's my defense rifle. What's yes. wrong with changing that word? Well, I think that's that's perfect. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you're not trying for gun control. Hey, let's get to our friend Aiden Johnson joining us. Uh, of course, uh, Director of Federal Affairs for Gun Owners of America and uh, a St. Louis native, as we talk to him about whenever we get him on the show. Aiden, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, lots of stories breaking uh, nationally this week about guns and and how the Biden administration's kind of going uh, through the back door to to ban funding for schools that do youth youth shooting sports and things like that. And they're also using a new grant program to try to force red flag laws. Right. That's absolutely correct. Everything that has happened in the past week, all of the scandals basically trace back to one thing, and that's the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act uh, that was passed last summer. Gunners of America warned against that bill. We scored against it. We told Congress not to do it. It was a terrible idea. And now they're using that to defund uh, archery programs at schools and to bribe pro-gun states into passing gun confiscation laws. This is a total violation of your Second Amendment, and the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act has got to be repealed. Well, Aiden, uh, Bo here, and I'll tell you, when I saw the article about uh, the uh, education uh, funding uh, being squashed for not only uh, shooting sports and hunting, but archery, that blew me away. It's like, man, they are they are going after the big piece of steak, and it just makes me so mad. Uh, but what, what can anyone do, especially since that's already started? Yeah, well, these politicians were so afraid of the idea of putting an armed security guard or an armed teacher in a classroom that would actually have the means to defend children from a uh, school shooting. But they put this line in the bill that said no funds shall be available to train anyone with a deadly weapon. Now, the Biden administration, which doesn't just want to ban guns, it doesn't just want to ban assault rifles. It also wants to ban every tool you could ever use to defend yourself. They're also going after archery and hunter's education programs in schools. And that is simply outrageous. What a foolish mistake that these Senate Republicans made last summer to include a provision like that in a bill. And uh, you know what? They should have listened to Gun Owners of America. What are they going to do, Aiden? Are they, Mark, are they going to are they going to outlaw rubber balls because dodgeball is a is a dangerous uh, weapon? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been dinged a couple of times with that, but it, no, seriously, they, this is overreach so bad because you can go all the way back to Genesis and 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 learning about after uh, Noah uh, and the flood. That's when God said, "Eat of all the critters on the earth." Uh, and up until that point, everybody was a vegetarian. So it's been going on. The hunting has been going on since way back then. It's crazy. 
No, absolutely. I mean, they are opposed to your fundamental rights. They don't believe that you have a natural right to self-defense. And you're absolutely right. The first murder was committed with a rock. There's nothing you can do to stop murder, but you can arm good people and empower them to defend themselves. Well, it's, you know, it, it's kind of where we're headed. The, 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 in my opinion, the lack of education about guns has largely led us to where we are today. You've got, you've got several generations of kids that have grown up in fear of them, have never handled them. Their parents are these suburbanites who were who were raised that way too, and are scared of them. and And they they ascribe, you know, everything bad uh, to to a to a gun that they they've never handled. You know, I grew up uh, on with I had aunts and uncles that owned farms, and we'd go there on the weekends, and you'd see when you'd walk in the kitchen door, there's a loaded rifle or shotgun propped up against in the corner so they could run out and and shoot the coyotes that might or the foxes that might get in the hen house in the middle of the night and i was taught from an early age you don't touch those you respect them i was taught to shoot at an early age kids don't get that these days so now what happens my kid was in a a trap shooting team here in the greater st louis area team hinges for many years and the local schools in in the large area here around st louis very few local schools have shooting programs uh in the in the urban areas in the suburban in in the uh, in the rural areas there are still high school shooting teams my son would go out with his club team and he would shoot against high school teams uh you know uh from across the state and now the, the i just want people to be clear on this what they've done with this gun law is they've interpreted it their own way in the Biden administration, and they've decided the Department of Education is going to withhold funds to those schools who are trying to teach things like gun safety uh, in in these uh, programs in rural schools across America. Yeah, I think you make a great point because it's never about gun safety. Just learn this. Just have this requirement. We'll all be more safe with our guns. They don't want you to have those guns. They want to take them away. That's why they want to register them. That's why they want you to lock them up. They don't want them to be available for home defense or for shooting that coyote that, you know, is coming up to attack the dog in the front yard. Whatever right. it is, they don't want you to have it. They're trying to take it away. And gun safety, whatever Matthew McConaughey is talking about, gun responsibility, it's all a cover for taking your gun. Yeah. I, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy of a certain age, and I know Mark is too. I remember pickup trucks in the high school parking lot with uh, rifles in the back. I probably didn't even lock the doors at that time, and it's not a hundred years ago, but kind of feels like it. Uh, but that's different, you know. I, Speak I do, for yourself, I, Aiden, Matthews. <laughs> okay, big fish. Aiden Johnston is our guest. He's the uh, St. Louis native and director of federal affairs for Gun Owners of America. Our guest. Uh, let's talk about these red flag gun laws, uh, the confiscation laws. This is frightening uh, because this seems like uh, a different part of the world, but it's happening right here, Aiden. Yeah, so this is another problem with the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. They decided that they would fund what are called crisis laws. Um, and the deal was that pro-gun states would get crisis court funding and anti-gun states could get red flag funding and it would all be subsidized by the federal government. But you can't cut a deal with Joe Biden with these anti-gunners. They will always weaponize against it against gun owners and that's exactly what happened they are now using this money to bribe pro-gun states into passing red flag laws even though they don't have them and even though that wasn't the deal that was struck by republicans in congress and so there are five states arkansas arizona kansas minnesota and west virginia that got funding 
and the funding was for the creation of a red flag law, even though they don't have one in statute. And Minnesota passed a red flag law within 100 days of receiving that grant money. This is totally unacceptable. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I would agree. I, I, I've got to say this. Okay, so if they're going to do the red flag uh, gun confiscation laws, uh, they could go into any major city in America where they're having troubles with gangs and, and gun violence. Uh, are they going to be confiscating those guns, Aiden? You know, there are 17, 18 states that have these red flag laws. A lot of, uh, you know, Democrat majority states with big cities and lots of crime. And you know what? These laws don't reduce crime. They don't help. They're not actually lowering the gun violence rate in those big cities. So I would say it's it's not going to help. And, and no, they're not going to be confiscating the guns of the people um, that they like. They're going to be trying to confiscate your guns, the conservative, the one that they want to disarm. Well, you oh, know what they God. say about the road to hell, right? I mean, here's the thing that here's the thing about these red these red flag laws. It's easy to make them sound well. That's just common sense. If if somebody if a neighbor knows that that uh, the person living next to them is a threat or they've been threatened with handguns or they've been you know see something say something, you should be able to call the police and the police should be able to go take those weapons away. It sounds. I mean, if you hear the left describe this, it just sounds like such common sense. But but they're willing to give up their freedom in return for that. In in other words. You've got to be very careful that you are not um, violating somebody's legal rights. I mean, this has got to be vetted through a court of law, so you can't just have law enforcement roll up and start taking weapons out of people's safes in their safes in their basement because of a complaint from a neighbor who doesn't like them. Right. These these laws are guilty until proven innocent. We're going to take yeah. your guns and you're going to have to go to court at a later date. You're going to have to hire an attorney and go get your Second Amendment back because someone called the police or because someone filed the report and there's no evidence because you haven't been to a court yet. Right. That's the, the fundamental problem with red flag gun confiscation laws. And there was a provision in this Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, in this deal that Republicans never should have cut, that said we will only fund red flag laws if they enact this, that, and the other due process requirements. But guess what? Biden threw those due process requirements out the window, and he funded every single red flag law that was ever passed by a state, and none of them revised their statutes to comport with that due process. This is a total weaponization of the program. What major city has the funding for law enforcement that has a full staff, because St. Louis certainly doesn't, uh, to be able to uh, to enforce whatever these red flag gun confiscation laws are? They, they, they just don't have the time either, correct? Or would that be the FBI doing that? You know, these are this is funding for state uh, and local law enforcement to seize firearms from the local citizens. So it would be going to the state. Um, now, I think that if, if you have an anti-gun police chief or an anti-gun politician that's in charge, say in, in D.C., the mayor is the head law enforcement officer, then absolutely yeah. they could just spend all their time confiscating guns and none of their time going after real hard criminals. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that that's uh, that's uh, certainly frightening that they can uh, get away with that. And for sure. And I and I know that uh, that you guys at gun owners are, you know, front and center fighting back against this and and you know it's worth it's worth a plug here aiden because people kind of take it for granted but if it wasn't for organizations like gun owners being willing to 
lead the fight on these things, and that's not an inexpensive thing to do. How can people support what you do? You can go to gunowners.org, and you can sign up for our email action alert list. We'll tell you when there's a fight going on and when you need to call your politician and which politicians to call. Um, and you can also become a member. Um, you know, we need all the support we can get. Um, we're here to defend your rights. We don't compromise with the Second Amendment, but um, that's not how Washington, D.C. thinks. That's not how the swamp thinks. Um, and so we could use your help. Well, you know, I'll bring the I'll bring the politics of the day into this Um you don't have to look very far these days to see the abuse of power that's taking place in Washington D.C. Uh, and if they'll and if they if they're if they're doing it to Donald Trump uh, and and people that they perceive as political opponents, they're certainly going to do it to the average American uh, if they can if they can get away with it uh, in terms of stripping their Second Amendment rights. If they have to go through the back door or the front door, they don't care. And this proves this proves that it's true when Trump says on the on the uh, the uh, stump that they're not coming after me, which they are, but they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. This is proof in the pudding right there that they're coming after your guns, and that's why this show exists, so we can talk to Aiden Johnston and smart people like this. You know, I, I think that we live in a two-tiered system of justice unless we're going to fight for it. You all remember that the Biden administration passed a pistol brace rule that banned 40 million pistols. Donald Trump Jr. registered his guns on a, on a live stream, right? He was forced nice. to comply or they'd throw him in jail for 10 years for all of the guns that he owns. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden got that sweetheart deal from that uh, Department of Justice prosecutors, right? And it's only maybe that, we're, that because the judge is going to throw that deal out that we might see any kind of justice in that situation. Well, uh, it's it's I, I'm, I appreciate you guys putting up the fight, Aiden, as always, and uh, keep in touch and let us uh, let us know what's going on with these red flag laws, please. Of course, thank you so much for having me on. You bet. Great having you on, Aiden Johnston, uh, of course, St. Louis native and uh, director of federal affairs for Gun Owners of America. They they're they're doing good work. Uh, them along with the Second Amendment Foundation and others do great work, Bo. I'll tell you what, uh, people are listening to this program more and more, and immediate responses are happening. I had an experience last week. We did the show when you were on vacation, and uh, something that we talked about on the radio uh, immediately was uh, there was contact made, and it was wonderful. Uh, so that's why, as long as we can keep this show on the radio, uh, we thank you for listening. So we ask you to share this uh, program uh, on the Odyssey app. It's a podcast as well. You can uh, share it with your uh, friends and family, your social media, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Yeah, that'll do it for us this weekend. Uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you around. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.